0: The bulk of the food that we consume consists of carbohydrates, fats, and protein. These are known as macronutrients. Other elements that make up the foods that we eat are called micronutrients, and these are the vitamins, the minerals, and electrolytes that we intake. Macros influence our body's ability to digest food, absorb nutrients, and produce hormones. And they also impact our immune function, our metabolic function, cell structure and function, and our overall body composition. In today's episode, I'm gonna talk about what macronutrients are, how they affect us, and how we can manipulate them to get the results that we want. You are a firefighter, a police officer, an EMS professional. You put your life on the line every day for others. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. Do more, be more, be ignited. We all know that when it comes to losing weight, a calorie deficit will definitely help, obviously. That's simple math. However, how we approach that caloric deficit determines how healthy we are in the process. If you're the person who goes on an extremely carb-restrictive diet and then you get kicked out to a fire, you're not really going to be worth a damn on the fire ground. You're not going to have the energy that you need. You're not going to have any of the reserves. Not only that, you're putting yourself in danger, and by doing that, you're putting everyone else on the fire ground in danger as well. You become a liability and not an asset. I knew of a fire captain who was taking extreme measures to lose weight. Rather than cut out his vices, he was taking HCG injections and cutting out all carbs from his diet. He dropped weight fast, but he looked really sick. He looked like a cancer patient. He didn't look healthy at all. He looked terrible. Then, When we get a first alarm fire, having absolutely no energy or strength to perform the job duties required of him as a firefighter, he collapsed on scene and had to be transported to the ER by an ambulance. He made himself a liability in that all the people on his crew were now left to fend for themselves, and the focus had to be taken off the act of fire and report of possible victims trapped inside to him and his situation. All he did was add to the chaos because of decisions that he made in regards to his nutrition while off the fire ground. So, don't for one second be the person who makes the excuse, Well, what I do on my off-duty days is no one else's business. Because when what you do on your off-duty days affects those on your crew and on the fire ground, it becomes our business. One thing to keep in mind is eating healthy is more than just counting calories and eliminating carbs altogether. The goal is to have a truly balanced diet that facilitates your lifestyle, preferably a healthy lifestyle. (laughs) You need to have a variety of nutrients that come from multiple different sources in order to give your body the energy that it needs, along with helping your digestive system work properly. The best way to keep tabs on what you're eating, either to lose fat, build muscle, or maintain where you're currently at if you're doing really well, is to track your macronutrients. Doing that can help you reach your health and fitness goals faster than focusing on your calories alone. One trap that people get caught up in is looking solely at how much they weigh. This can be a mental trap because if you're monitoring your weight without paying attention to your fat percentage, then you could be severely inhibiting your body from being able to perform the tasks that it needs to related to your job. Never focus on your weight without taking your body fat percentage into consideration. Never do that. You should never pay attention to one without the other. I use a body fat percentage scale uh, personally that links to my phone and tracks all of my numbers for me. There's a link to it that I'll put in the show notes. You can buy it off Amazon, get it the next day, whatever. Anyway, back to talking about macros specifically. You've heard me say it before and I'll say it again. What gets measured gets improved. This is true for all areas of your life, but it's particularly true when it comes to what you eat. With all the apps out there and technology available to track this stuff, it's become easier than ever to measure what you put in your body. By specifically tracking your macros over your calories alone, you get a better sense for what types of food make you feel better, you find out which foods help your athletic performance, and you can identify which foods make you more alert or make you drag. Tracking your macros also helps you focus on better eating habits in the long term, and it turns into a way of life and not just some fad diet. This helps to make the way you eat more sustainable. Back in episode 43, I talked about carb cycling and how I incorporate that into my daily life. I utilize a system of monitoring my macros in order to do that. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and do it. It'll help you understand a little deeper what it is I'm talking about in regards to how your diet becomes a lifestyle and not just a fad diet. One of the first steps you need to take is to learn how to read a nutrition label. I'll post a a link to a super detailed article that'll have you reading nutrition labels like a pro in no time. But in the meantime, I'll just share with you that I mainly pay attention to the fats, carbs, and proteins with particular attention to sugar when I look at a nutrition label. Those are really the only three things that I look at. Now, let's dive a little deeper into each element that make up our macronutrients. So, what are macronutrients? Well, I just talked to you a little bit about it, fats, carbs, and proteins, right? But more specifically, macronutrients are the molecules that we need in large amounts and directly supply energy to our bodies. These are the main nutrients that we need to simply survive. And on the other side of that scale are micronutrients. And those are the vitamins, minerals, and electrolytes that we take in as we eat and drink. And I mentioned those a little bit earlier. We need micronutrients in much smaller amounts. And typically, we don't need to worry about these uh, as our bodies absorb what it needs from the food that we eat and the things that we drink. However, there are some special circumstances that call for calcium or potassium supplementation and things like that. And these types of things are typically found through blood work and should be discussed with your doctor as there can be oftentimes an underlying issue causing a deficiency like a thyroid problem or whatnot. Also, keep in mind that I'm not a doctor, but I am a certified paramedic and that requires me to understand the pathophysiology of the human body. And I'm also a certified nutrition coach, which has expanded my understanding of of all the stuff I'm talking about here. So I'm not just talking out of my butt here. There's some credential here. (laughs) Like I'd mentioned before, the three elements that make up our macronutrients are proteins, fats, and carbs. Despite the keto craze or like other fad diets, you need all three to sustain a healthy lifestyle. Cutting out any one macronutrient puts you at risk for nutrient deficiencies, disease, and illness. So let's break each one of these down. Carbohydrates. Carbs give you quick energy. When you eat carbs, your body converts them to glucose and either uses that sugar immediately or it stores it as glycogen for later use. Complex carbs like starchy veggies and whole grains promote digestive health because they're high in fiber. However, if you're eating an overabundance of carbs and you aren't using them for exercise, then your body's going to store them as fat. So use those carbs. I think of carbs as the price for admission to the gym. So if I've had several slices of pizza on my high carb day, then I've just purchased my ticket to the gym the next day. There can be no excuse for me, anyway. There is no excuse. And if you want those results that you're that you're working toward, and you don't want to your, uh, you don't want to sabotage yourself, there won't be any excuses for you either. If I'm not willing to make that purchase, then I don't eat the carbs. And it's really as simple as that. Moving on to protein. Protein helps you grow, repair injuries, build muscle, and fend off infections. Proteins are made up of amino acids, which are the building blocks of many of the structures in your body. You need about 20 different amino acids, nine of which are essential amino acids, meaning your body can't produce them on its own, And you've got to obtain them from food and outside sources. High-protein foods include poultry, beef, fish, soy, which has been known to boost estrogen levels, so guys, I would advise that you stay away from soy, Uh, yogurt, cheese, and other dairy products. And if you stick with a plant-based diet, some starches, vegetables, and beans are also good sources of protein, and you're probably well-versed with that if you are specifically focused on a plant-based diet. Uh, Moving on to fats. Dietary fat is required for your body to work properly. You need fat to absorb the fat-soluble vitamins that you ingest, vitamins A, D, E, and K, in order to insulate your body during cold weather and when you go for long periods of time without eating. Dietary fat protects your organs, it supports cell growth, and induces hormone production. Proper hormone production aids in preventing cancer and this is particularly true with sex hormones like testosterone and estrogen. Our sex hormones help keep sex-specific cancers like uh, testicular cancer, breast cancer, things like that at bay so it's crucial to make sure that you're producing enough testosterone or estrogen. Get some labs drawn and check your numbers. Do this like once a quarter at least. Just get some labs drawn, check your numbers, make sure you're paying attention to what's going on in your body. Now, for the question, how many macros should you eat? The answer to this question is based solely on your fitness goals. Uh, If you're looking to lose fat, then your ratios should be like 10 to 30% carbs, 30 to 40% fats, and 40 to 50% proteins. And if you're looking to build muscle, then your ratios should be like 40 to 60% carbs, 15 to 25% fats, and 25 to 35% proteins. There's a link to a great article uh, by bodybuilding.com that I'll include in the show notes that'll provide you with three keys to dialing in your macros. And uh, it's also got a great graphic that you can download or just copy to your phone that'll show you these ratios so you can pull them up at the ready. You can kind of keep an eye on exactly what percentages you should be working toward. Uh, it's a great article and it'll show you exactly what you need to focus on and why. Keeping in mind that everyone's different and your macronutrient percentages will fluctuate depending on your goals, the federal dietary recommendations suggest this ratio 45 to 60% carbs, that sounds really high to me, uh, 20 to 35% fats, and the remainder from protein. Now these are very general numbers and they're based on the fact that carbs serve as the body's main source of energy and are the easiest macronutrient uh, for the body to convert from food to energy, which is why the percentage for carbs was so high. Processing fat and protein take much longer as they're much more involved processes. Um, So that's one of the reasons why the, the carbs percentage was so high. Some people like a low carb, high protein diet, but remember it all depends on your goals and how your body responds to fluctuations in these macros. Some people who are on a keto diet count net carbs instead of total carbs, and they do this by subtracting the grams of fiber from the total grams of carbs. And why do they do this? Well, our bodies don't digest fiber, so it doesn't get absorbed by the small intestine and it doesn't provide your body with any kind of energy whatsoever. So in that sense, those carbs don't really count, which is why they count net carbs instead of total carbs. Uh, some of the tools that that I personally use that I would advise that you use as well to familiarize yourself with like how to track your macros and where your numbers should be. Um, I'll, I'll mention those here and I'll provide links to those in the show notes. The first one that I'd like to talk about is called If It Fits Your Macros, and it's a website that you'll have to submit your email address for, but its initial assessment is totally free, and once you submit your numbers, once you put in your information and your goals, you'll be sent an email that'll break down your basal metabolic rate, or BMR. This is the number of calories that your body needs just to survive, just to live, just to sit on the couch, breathe, and not die. Uh, you'll be provided with your total daily energy expenditure, or TDEE, which is the total number of calories you burn during your daily activity. You'll also be provided with your weight loss calories, which is your TDEE, with a small percentage subtracted to trigger immediate fat loss. It's great. If you if you don't know what to do or how to calculate these numbers, go to that website and plug in your numbers, give them your email address, and they'll send you all the numbers based on your current situation and your goals. The second tool that I use, it's a website and an app you can put on your phone. It allows you to track your macros in real time for every meal that you have. There's a feature that allows you to scan the barcodes of the foods that you eat. You input the amount the amount of servings and the app takes care of the rest. You can scroll down and look at your daily intake at any time to see your macro percentages. It's really cool. It's a really great app that I use almost every day. And once you get the hang of it and your body gets used to the pattern of the way that you formulate your macros, you'll need the app less and less. But I highly recommend that you download and use it. It's free. All of these apps do have a paid feature and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about the next one in just a second. But to utilize the basic functions of these apps, it's totally free. So don't feel like you have to pay for it. The next one, the last one, is called Eat This Much, and it is a website. It also has a companion app. I pay for the annual, uh, ac- I pay an annual fee for access to more features for this specific app. Um, there is a free version that allows you to use it daily, but this app allows you to set your macro percentages, choose your preferences when it comes to the types of foods that you like to eat. And it formulates a daily meal plan based on those numbers and preferences. It's really friggin' cool. I pay the annual fee so that I can plan out meals a week at a time. And with that feature, the app automatically creates a shopping list based on your meals and you can print it out or sync it to your phone so that you eliminate wasting time trying to figure out all of that. You don't even have to keep track of your shopping list because it does it for you. And it'll actually email it to you every week. Um, also one of the things that I really like about this app is that if you feel like your daily meal plan is getting a bit monotonous, then you can swipe left on whatever meal you want and it'll perform calculations based on your desired macros and food preferences. And it'll swap out that meal for something else that fits. It is super cool, super handy. So again, those, those apps or that first website is if it fits your macros, the next one is My Fitness Pal. And the last one that I use is Eat This Much. And again, like I said, I'll provide links to all of those in the show notes. So as you can see, there's a little bit more to it than just cutting calories. It's how you cut those calories and where you cut them from. With the tools that I've provided, you'll be able to monitor, measure, and manipulate your nutrition to help you get to where you want to be. I didn't go over how to calculate your macros to your specific situation and goals because that's something that I reserved specifically for my one-on-one clients. However, I've got links to all the downloads that I mentioned in the show notes. So download the tools, be conscious of your efforts and see results. Again, what gets measured gets improved. And if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. As always, thank you for listening to the Ignited Firefighter podcast. Please subscribe and share as we delve deeper into these topics we can come together and help each other learn and grow share what you've learned with your crew share what you've learned with people you care about remember you can find me on facebook instagram and twitter at ignitedff. please feel free to shoot me a message and ask any question you'd like i'm building this community for us one way you can become more directly involved is to join the ignited firefighter podcast facebook group This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. We're brothers and sisters, and we need to do what we can to rebuild the brotherhood that attracted us to the profession in the first place. The only way this is going to happen is through open and honest communication. As we openly talk about things and ask tough questions, we give our brothers and sisters power to do the same. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.